Hey, this is Pamela Ribbon, and you are listening to Thinking Outside the Long Box. Hey, everybody. This is Welcome to... Wait, this is not a Welcome to... Never mind. Thinking Outside the Long Box, episode 308. Fucking still talking about Mortal Kombat. (laughs) This is the the newest one. We have special effects. Koro's dead. Spoiler alert. Wow, that, that, that intro was like the Annihilation movie. Sucked. It was. It was bad. <laughs> this isn't my job. I'm not even supposed to be here today. Gabe's job. <laughs> ah, we're recording. Bam, 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 bam. Yeah. All right. What do we got here? Yeah. Mortal Crapper. Why yeah. You, why are you so sour on everything? Very. Ups- I will say this. I'm very upset that you almost never get the Mortal Kombat song during this fucking movie, and that annoyed me. I think it's like a remixed version. And it's bad, by the way. This, whatever plays during the credits, if that's the new Mortal Kombat song, it sucks. Bring back the original. It's not even good EDM. Let's just add that to the laundry list of things that are wrong with this film. Doyle, shut your mouth. <laughs> Mortal Kombat is a 2021 American martial arts fantasy film based on the video game franchise of the same name and a reboot of the Mortal Kombat film series. The film stars Louis Tan, Jessica McNamee, Josh Lawson, Tadnobu Asano, Makad Brooks, Ludi Lin, Chin Han, Joe Taslim, and Hiroyuki Sanada. Uh, it has, so far, a 54, uh, a 54% critic score and an 86% audience score. And yes. has already been said that they're making a sequel because WB has been very impressed with how it's been viewed. Yeah, I think it deserves a sequel. I think it for sure deserves a sequel. I do think that at least 15% of that audience score is just for the game's sake. See, there he goes again, Juan. I know, he does this I know. every time. Every time. It can't Once just, something's it too can't good to be true, it's gotta fucking, be bullshit. It can't have a good rating, bro? It just can't have a good rating? It's not an 86% movie. Like, if you look it at is. another 86% it is. movie. It, the proof is there. The proof is fucking there. Like, you can't... Just, if I get an, an 86, like, so it's still a B+. You, plus. Doesn't matter how you, good you thought the test was. If you take, Come on, you know all those Marvel take a movies. Porn they star. just get a bonus because it's Disney, right? <laughs> because no, it's, I, it's I automatically that, plus thirty. You know that some some of them do. <laughs> Are they all good? You, Are they all good? No, but I don't know what the Rotten Tomatoes looks like on all, any of them. So they're all amazing. I hate that we'll never get box like true box office numbers for these movies too. Well, so so that no, so we do we have a, we have a real because this came out in theaters as well. So I mean I know, but like you you'll never it'll never be like the full captured no, it audience won't, it won't. where it's you know So so this this was made it was made for fifty five million. It made sixty six point nine just in the theater on a COVID year, plus it beat out the King Kong versus Godzilla and the Snyder Cut numbers on HBO Max. Yeah, that doesn't surprise me really. I mean it was all of those teasers, like as we just talked about, like where all of the shortcomings of the second movie, Annihilation, with the ninjas looking absolutely garbage, 
Uh, Scorpion in his like ninja hoodie looked fucking amazing. Sub Zero in his like samurai ninja gear looked fucking amazing. I think everybody looked had to merc reptile like right away again though. So I don't. <laughs> I don't. I, that's the one I thing don't I don't understand. If that was reptile or if it was just a chameleon lizard, I, I that's one thing I didn't really understand. They have like a throwaway line just before that scene where it's yeah. like we'll call in one of the reptiles. There's there's like apparently hundreds of. I think them he says they call in a reptile because I think like yeah I think later in the game he became like a species as opposed to a person. Yeah. They were just like, oh, he's a legitimate like chameleon thing, and the ninja is just a look that he was doing. Yeah, I don't, I don't think that he's like a one person thing. But uh, he still looked pretty cool, like a little mini dino, like a komodo dragon. It's kicking your ass. Yeah, <laughs> just fighting everybody with his tail and shit. The 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 when he could be seen, I thought looked bad. Um, or not as good as it could have, in my opinion. I think when they're fighting him, like and you, I think when they're fighting him and you can't really see him, I think that's a really good testament to to being able to kind of act and fight that way and still not make it look as fake as it could have looked. Um, but I, I think otherwise, <laughs> look, I know it looks you're kind of fuck. I know weird. you're used to not being hit by things, <laughs> but now I need you, you to not be hit by things that aren't even fucking there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I again. I think the overall the movie succeeds in like fight scenes and like for the most part special effects. I think so for the most part. Goro is a little I, bit yeah. iffy to me. Goro is very Rep- like Avengers One Hulk. Yeah, like just yeah. not great. <laughs> I thought he kind of looked like fucking uh, what's his name in Batman versus Superman at the end. Uh, oh, uh, uh, Doomsday. There you go. Yeah, Doomsday. Honestly, I like original Goro better i'm I'm telling you it's because it it, even though the costume looked bad you could tell it was a real thing on somebody and i don't get why they don't just get that who's that the mountain yeah get the mountain fucking cg two more arms on him i'm pretty sure that dude could actually just collapse a fucking barn if he wanted to <laughs> like i don't think you need a special effects that at all he is such an enormous human being that, yeah, that actor would just <laughs> ran rampage through a garage no problem so i to me the story for this movie is that you're 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 finding out who these people are they're chosen for one reason or another to fight in a tournament and then Shang Sun breaks the rules before the tournament to try and kill these people off. That's enough story for me. That's it. That's all I need. I don't need a tournament. I don't need it to be part of anything. That's the story. Yeah, but you're you're painting a big overlapping. But literally every time a character says something in this movie, they do the exact opposite to prove to you that it doesn't matter what anybody's saying. Like literally, they're like, <laughs> I'm not saying that, that in we're... game or in character these people are the best actors. You said no, the no, story not, doesn't make acting. sense, and I'm just saying <laughs> that the story fun. to me makes sense. It's not acting. It's when a character says Raiden can't find out or else he'll stop us, and then Raiden literally fucking finds out in the next scene and does nothing. <laughs> They do that every single time. Like every single time a character says this is like a thing that can't happen. You can't possibly defeat these characters without magical powers. Next scene, character defeated without magical power. Like literally nothing makes sense. <laughs> We're looking for a fucking giant pyramid. We're walking the wrong direction. But Luke Kang happens to walk out of the wrong fucking direction. 
find us and guard us. Like every scene was like they didn't think about it. And to me, like I don't care what the, if the story was fucking Schindler's List. At a point, it's just like write down what you're doing. Like write down what they're saying so they can respond in the correct manner. If you pay attention to every line that comes out of their mouth, I guarantee you it gets frustrating after a while. It's like, this movie costs millions of dollars. Like, proofread the bitch. That's all I'm asking. Well, don't pay attention. You ha- I do. <laughs> it is kind of hilarious how it's just the like new, they can't the new character minutes. goes from like getting his ass beat in like a dive fight to like jumping out of a helicopter the next mo- in like the next scene when like he's just okay with that he's not reacting to it at all no he got thrown out of a helicopter he didn't jump out of the helicopter yeah 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 <laughs> whatever you know what here's I'm saying. the here's the thing abandon your family because if you don't they're going to die you're not good enough go back to your family okay i guess i'll go back to my family so they can die cuz i'm not good enough like who does that would you do that one i don't know what i'd do <laughs> nobody's that stupid it's like, if I go back to my family, they'll be murdered, but I guess I never succeed, so I'll go back and just die with them. Goro shows up. Who would have thought that'll happen? <laughs> to that effect, this entire movie definitely has like a very cartoony kind of level of writing. It feels, a, it feels more like a, feels more like, a, a like something game. that's written for like young teens. It feels like, like 13 year like like what you're saying. To me, it feels like 13-year-olds playing D&D. It's it was fun when I was thirteen, but I can sure notice the like the loop like the fucking loose ends, like the stuff they didn't think about. Like why why does this the whole fucking franchise is about a tournament? How are you going to make the first movie about saying fuck the That's tournament? That's not true. That's not true though. The more you the uh, the the first probably two or three games are about a legit tournament. If you're it, it, but every almost every other game after that is not. <laughs> So if we're starting yeah. the movies, you, you you play tournaments if we're starting the you can play based one... on those characters which we are we're starting with we're starting the movie with that bad guy with that setup for the movies I, I mean like a resemblance of a tournament like maybe a back like a back scene shot some I just don't think like I... some reason if you can't if you don't have to obey the rules and you don't have to hide that you're not obeying the rules why are there rules to begin so, with So I I agree with you there so I'll tell you that I think I think Tim said this earlier. I think Raiden is probably the most worthless character in all of these movies. He's there he's to the only one following the rules. Right. So he's the only one he, that's completely He doesn't even follow the rules. He says like he can he can protect them. Fucking they just murder Hatman right in front of him. <laughs> yeah. He's kind he's kind of like the narrator of the movie. And that's the only real purpose that he serves. And I just don't think that he I, he's supposed to be a god. Shang Tsung isn't a god. Like how, like he, he he was granted his powers by Shao Kahn who is uh, supposed to be a god like Raiden. Like it, well, it makes no brother. Who Raiden beat up? Well, that's what I'm saying, though. It makes no sense that Raiden's in the movie if he can't even beat a sorcerer who's supposed to be beneath him. Like, it's but just a weird here's thing. Here's the thing. He can. Um, At the end of the movie, you see him just fucking flick him out of the, the... He can. Like, Kung Lao is sitting there. He's like, I can't defend all of the Earth. I'm here to defend Earthrealm. Yeah, but you can't defend the guy five feet from you getting his soul sucked out of his body <laughs> when that's clearly breaking the tournament rules. Like... When you can literally just bitch slap him out of Earthrealm anytime you want, proven by the end of the movie. Like, that to me is the writing loopholes that it's like, you just didn't think any of this shit out at all. Why wasn't Raiden? Raiden could have been anywhere being engaged by maybe he's talking to the Elder Gods, finding out why they're allowing Shao Kahn or. Uh, Chang Sung. 
sanctum to break the rules. You you could have that in two seconds. You'd have to show it. You could be a throwaway line, and then, okay, that's how Kung Lao gets killed because Raiden's not there. But there's no thought to it at all. He's just there just watching, I guess. Like, oh, my God, get their asses kicked. I shouldn't well, even be allowing this because well, it's not the tournament. And his bullshit reason is that he, he's like, I can't interfere with the tournament. I can't interfere with the tournament. Tournament's not happening yet, motherfucker. Exactly. Like, you can get involved. You're just choosing not to. I, That's the I, part of this movie that I consider bad. It has nothing to do with, like, did I have fun watching? He has a fun movie. But it's just, like, literally five seconds of thought, and the movie makes sense, too. I, I think that I think that if you don't have Raiden, that's good. I, I think that the first movie did a really good job of Shang Tsung kind of throwing his weight around without getting all of that involved. And I think that's I think that's something that the the third one could have done. You could have you could show those scenes where Shang Tsung was in Outworld on a seat and kind of ordering people around, but he wasn't actually there attacking or involving himself because your Shang Tsung is supposed to be the best of the best in this tournament and it is weird that he can just come out just come to Earth Realm and just bitch slap people around and I'm supposed to believe that in this movie. Like that's weird to me. I think Raiden and Shang Tsung should probably not have been in the movie, and it would have made, or even little bits here and there, and it would have made a lot more sense. I think you're probably yes. right there. Just make them like I'm, kingpin I'm, characters, not I'm like super with, involved. I'm fine with Raiden showing up and saving Scorpion's daughter. I'm fine with them having a Raiden's like pyramid where they train in, and maybe you can sense Raiden's there because like maybe there's an electrical field around it or something. You know, agreed. Like there's just there's too much interference with the big bads. And Kung Lao, or what's what the fuck is the hat guy's name? I always forget. Kung Lao is the best fighter that Earthrealm has, and he literally gets knocked out like a three-year-old by Shang Tsung. Like, so at that point, I'd just be like, "Well, this is worthless, I guess. <laughs> Pointless. We can't even beat up Sub Zero and Sub Zero's boss. He wasn't the cho- chosen one anymore, bro. Kung Lao wasn't the chosen one anymore. And to me, when you have, I, I, I don't know. So I think like. It's the same way I feel like well, with Star Trek movies and stuff when they like blow up the Enterprise. Like to me, there's like a respect paid per franchise, and when you have like a literal laundry list of beloved characters that you could base the movie on, I like Johnny Cage. I don't care if it is Johnny Cage, Kung Lao, whoever. Then you make it about somebody who we know nothing about, and he's literally like the best. Like you could make it, you could make him the intro character. He doesn't have to be like the central like linchpin of the the story like you just you made him up he has no i I didn't hate his character he just has no fan like to me you could just do that with any character that already has fan appeal but i think i think they came so i i i I was watching a lot of the press that came into before the movie came out and i I know why they did well no no but i think they pressed hard on the fact that they're this is a new guy where there's not going to be fanfare. They weren't. I don't think they were relying on the movie to be popular for its Johnny Cage or for its Liu Kang. I, I think they wanted it to be popular based off of something new and a little bit different, at least, than, than the approach that they've got. Uh, and- so that has just historically never worked. When you're like, we're going to ignore the fan part of this and make it based on what we think it but should be. But it worked. Be. I'm just saying, historically, it hasn't been a good idea, so I don't know why you want to keep rolling with it. I, I mean, I, this I, is probably the best I've ever seen it done. I, I, I personally liked the movie. I like, I liked the new character because it gave me a little bit more insight into Scorpion that I didn't, I've not really seen before. 
I agree with Tim, and I'm sure Doyle does too. I agree with Tim that the the different look of Scorpion was really, really cool. How you see yeah. him come to find what his like. It's not a even in even after he comes back from the dead, it's not a thing that comes out of his arm. It's like a practical fucking weapon that he. I thought that was really cool. I thought to it was me, a cool interpretation of him. To me, this new character should have been the bridge, and that's it. And Scorpion should have been the main character through this whole fucking movie. A, it's the best actor on your on your entire slot. That dude's a phenomenal actor. He's a phenomenal martial that artist. That first seven minutes was was spot on. So to me, like if you bring him in as a bridge to get Scorpion out of hell, and then Scorpion leads the team, I just don't know why you don't have that. Like he's the badass. He's the beloved character. You yeah. still can have your intro character. He's the best actor. Instead, I just I don't like that guy. Like, and how, and he beats literally like the biggest, the second biggest bad when he could not even defend himself fifteen minutes earlier. But he it found, just doesn't he make found his sense. inner fucking animal, bro. His inner mojos. Yeah, that's what badass. it was all. That was all. That was, so it's weird because we keep we keep saying that about Goro because that's kind of where he's placed in the movie, you know, in the games. I just don't think that anybody in movie land cares that Goro is second to. <laughs> it was secondary, like a throwaway line, but they project it in the movie yeah. as well. Like when he shows up and he's just a shot, they're clearly projecting like this is the badass. Like he's even like, we are honored. And like, they don't show him. He's like, a, he's a shadow. Like to me, that is clearly cinematically proving like, this is like their big bad that's showing up. And then he shows up and you're like, I thought he was going to beat the shit out of the new guy. And then the new guy was going to like later come back. He did like, beat Goku the shit out of the new guy for a while. Yeah, but I thought like beat him up, think he's dead, leave. And then kind of like Goku gets stronger after he gets his ass whooped. That's what I was expecting. Not for him to like fucking punch his eyeball out at the end. <laughs> yeah. Like, I think it did happen. It was just in a shorter time frame. He did get his butt kicked almost the whole time until the very end. Yeah, that's practical. <laughs> Goro expensive, man. So can, <laughs> yeah. you, so, can't, you can't have his character make a whole lot of sense. It's so I, too I expensive thought, to keep him on I the thought, screen. I thought Kano was amazing. We talked about him a little bit in the last couple episodes. I I, I, got, I got no problems with Kano. I thought he was funny. I thought he stole almost every fucking scene that he was in. I, I didn't uh, think I was going to fall in love with him. Yeah, I didn't think I was going <laughs> to fall in love with Kano, and there I am. I was in love with him, man. It was funny. It was predictable that he turned sides, and I thought that was kind of fucking lame. I was like, yeah, he's going to be kind of a anti-hero kind of gruffy guy, and he just turns out to be a dickhead bad guy. Yeah. I didn't like that. I as, soon like as, as soon as Noob Saibot mentioned that he knew him, I knew exactly what was happening. Oh, uh, not Noob Noob Cabal. Cabal was sorry. cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought that character yeah. looked cool, and the moveset looked really cool. He looked oh, like man. a trash. They put Noob Saibot in one of these cool newer movies. Holy shit. <laughs> How do these Earth fighters? I don't understand. Like, how did they get to Outworld as fighters? How do they get to Outworld? What? They have like portals and shit, dude. It's in the it's in the second movie. Duh! Weren't you paying attention? I just I don't know how they how like how he got there. How do you get to Outworld as a as a fighter for them? How did That's I'm true. sorry? How I did who get yeah. to who did, who what? Cabal. Like, how did he get over there? He went through a portal. Those are just popping up to Outworld. Yeah, well, they you have you have passage through through because uh, Shang Tsung gives him passage. Yeah, but like what his so I mean this is, I, I like his character. This is not even a, a nitpick I had of the movie, but like essentially, it's a guy that Kano left for dead, and, and Shang Tsung was like, "Hey, we need that guy." 
bring him to our world. He needed him, bro. <laughs> I but, know. Let the one let the one that killed him get away, but grab this piece of shit. <laughs> Maybe that was his point all along. I don't know. I, I liked the movie. I, I thought it was pretty cool. Uh, I really didn't like the magical shit, honestly. Like, I didn't like that you have to find your magical, you know, inner door of the explorer power. Like, I just didn't get that. It felt too much like Mortal Kombat 2, find your animality. Yeah, it, it was it was gay. <laughs> wasn't really the coolest part of the movie. And I, to me, part of the first movie that I thought was cool was, like, they were just martial artists and they could beat them. I like that. You know what I mean? You got, like, a sense of it a little bit with, like though like flaming punch a little bit but it was just like this dude's gonna kick your ass as opposed to like this dude has an actual laser eye (laughs) (laughs) he got his ass kicked i mean yeah yeah. by a girl with no powers which is impossible she's a liability (laughs) (laughs) uh this is cool uh if you if you were paying attention i saw this uh i saw this list afterward um these are characters that were that appeared in mostly on the wall um, but weren't in the movie themselves. So Nightful, White Nightwolf appears on Sonya's wall. Uh, Mortal Mo, Kotal Khan appears on her wall. He's a he's a bust. Uh, Mataro appears on her wall. Uh, Shao Kahn is a mural. Uh, Argus and Delia, I don't know who they are, but they they apparently are a part of the Mortal Kombat universe. Uh, Chinooks, uh, fucking Kanos tries to steal his little gold medallion. That's that's a medallion that Chinook usually has. Uh, and then Kung Lao, obviously. Uh, Master Bo Ray Cho is the the drunken guy. He he trained Liu Kang. Uh, Katana's uh, little fan thing was in the movie, and then obviously at the end, spoiler alert you get the fact that we're getting Johnny Cage in the next movie. The only thing I don't get is like, what do we even do in the second movie? Cause as we've proven, like once earth realms heroes get their magic, like there's nobody that even fucking can do anything to them. So I feel like they basically beat the shit out of every outworld fighter, except for sub zero. So I, f- like, I, f- I feel like this feels like a prequel to me. And I feel like, honestly, I feel like mortal Kombat two could be the tournament movie. Like I feel like that could be the one. All right, let's go find some more fighters, and then this could be the one where where we get to the tournament. But that's kind of the way it feels to me. I don't obviously don't know, uh, but that's kind of the way I I felt that it felt more prequely than than actual movie. Sure, I just yeah. don't I don't understand what's on the line when to me like the Outworld fighters didn't even really seem like that big of a threat once they got their powers. Like except for Sub Zero seemed like he was still. Yeah, but there's Scorpion who can beat him up. So can, can he though? He didn't. I mean, he needed his his ancestor to help. I mean, he was getting his ass kicked. It went yeah, back it and pretty, forth a few times. It was pretty, pretty, pretty fifty fifty there. Yeah, it looks like it was going back to forth. I don't think we could tell who was going to win, but the ancestor definitely helped. Who uh, who was alive as far as bad guys? Still nobody. He brought him back, or he like portaled them out. They murked. They murked everyone. Like, and within like fifteen minutes, maybe of film time, like they seriously got their powers, and they're like, "All right, let's split up, fucking fuck these dudes up." Yeah. <laughs> no problem. Let's get out of here. Shit, I'm trying to. And Jax's power being like, it was just another dumb thing. His power being that he has robot arms just so happened to be better robot arms than his bad robot arms. Come on. Yeah, that was kind of dumb. Like, either just make it to where his power is robot arms and he had no robot arms, 
Or they gave him robot arms that were badass, and he gets another power. <laughs> so these are the characters that might show up in the next one. Uh, Shiva, Cyrax. I, th- I think Cyrax is... A- I like Cyrax and Sector. They're probably some of my two favorite. Sector. Uh, yeah, the, the androids or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Kenshi. I don't know who that is. Uh, Quan Chi. Oh, he was... A- I think he was in, like, the fourth one. Uh, Ermac... Nightwolf, uh, Kotal Khan, Baraka, who fucking Doyle had a hard on for this awful mask. Uh, I still like it. Kwai Lang is this, I guess, the second Sub Zero, and then I Katana. Say would, I will say Ermac would be a badass character for these newer like films if they if they do his CG right, because he's yeah. supposed to be like multiple man. Yeah. Yeah, the ninjas I thought were good. I mean, I I think that there's so many so many characters in these in this game that you can it doesn't matter who you kill you're gonna find you can find more it's not it's not to me that you can't produce more chum you can it's just it was to me that the movie portrayed it as they're not a threat once you get your shit well, maybe those are maybe those were the d-level shang Tsung mercenaries who he but was like not. but he was like <laughs> but see that's the thing as you go through mortal kombat the game they really are you get you get bigger and better and stronger characters as you go through all of these video games i don't know that goro's ever considered like a throwaway bad guy in the mortal kombat universe yeah there's definitely way more as you go, other as you goros. go through the, as you go through yeah. the the games there's definitely way more stronger evil villains at the top yeah, of the a big deal for one of the for like several games he hangs out the, for a minute to me the stories always felt like the top bad guy was always getting bigger and badder and the other bad guys were just always kind of the same thing like it was just a it was a rogues gallery of who could be there and then you had some kind of goro like beast sitting atop right beneath the big bad who always got better and better and better. Well, that, and, better. That, and that's what I'm saying. I mean, the next one could be uh, bringing back more kind of B-level villains with a Quan Chi or a Chinook or a, or a Shao Kahn or somebody else bigger because that's how the games are. That's exactly how the games are. <laughs> bring in bring in more of the ninjas, fuck. I don't think bring you can in. do the tournament because the, like to me, like according to this movie, the tournament doesn't matter and it doesn't matter if you break the rules either. So it's like, why would there be a tournament? He even says next time I'm bringing armies, see, I'm not bringing it. So I, I foresee this being like another kind of annihilation where they're like they're invading Earth, it but like be. hopefully they do a better job because that was terrible on the second one. <laughs> but hopefully there's no animalities. Well, I'm gonna give this a thumbs up. We're at that time. I'm gonna give it a big thumbs up. I enjoyed it. I'm a sucker for. I, I think if Street Fighter were to get made now, I'll be a sucker for. Fuck! Oh, there's Ken. There's Ryu. There's there's you know whoever. Uh, I love that about this movie. And I, like I said, I think the small the small story that there is is enough for me. Yeah, it's definitely a small story. That's all right. I'll give it seventy percent. I still like it. Huge thumbs up for me for sure. This movie was badass. <laughs> I don't care how bad it was. It was amazing. All right, guys, TOTLB.com, patreon.com slash TOTLB. Tim is going to be making some cool pictures here pretty soon, hopefully. Hopefully, like Juan gets him the shit, and then he does it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Juan. I'm Tim. I'm Doyle. We did that all weird because it's a stupid game. I know, right? Stupid uh, game. My Kirk likes midgets. Like, like Gabe. Yeah, like Gabe's dick. Dick. <laughs> he, is a, he is a dwarf giant. 
Make sure to join us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Patreon, and YouTube for behind-the-scenes information and more content! Thinking Outside the Long Box is a Baron Space production! Ah!